beginning with our first question from where you are so what is happening in canada and who is to blame for it the indian government has recently given a guidelines i mean you give us the first round first hand account of what actually is happening and who is to be blamed for it uh, are you referring to the uh, the referendum that was held here by yes. the palestinians yes sir yes well they've been quite well entrenched uh, for out of a few decades and uh, they face no opposition especially from uh, the indian community uh, which is non sikh uh, they 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 are simply docile and don't participate in any uh, in any political issue they seem to be more concentrated with uh, their domestic affairs or their family or their well being and so they usually are caught off guard whereas uh, the Sikh community has been here, including many Hindus and Muslims, since the early 1900s. The, the, the first arrivals were on British Columbia, and uh, uh, the gentleman who was, uh, at that time, um, lobbying for them in 1913, uh, when the Japanese ship Kumagatamaru came here, and they were not allowed to offload was a gentleman called Hussein Rahim. Uh, though people say it's not his real name. But there has been a presence uh, from the, uh, what was once British India to uh, Canada on the, uh, on the West Coast for a pretty long time. Uh, 19, well, almost over 100 years. So uh, the presence is there, the politicization of the community uh, towards, uh, especially the, the Sikh nationalists who, uh, who claim to wish to get Khalistan carved out of India. Uh, they have a long presence here and they are helped by the Pakistan uh, government uh, through the uh, uh, consulate in Vancouver where only, I think, day before yesterday, the council general met with the leaders of the Palestinians in British Columbia. And they have a hand in it because the Pakistani community is not very much there in British Columbia, which is Vancouver. Uh, yet we have a consulate there. Martinez. Incidents are going on in UK and where there's a clash has been reported. So is there a question that are these countries becoming a new battleground for Indian communities' uh, rivalries abroad? Well, they, they have always been um, a, a, a sort of a love-hate relationship uh, between uh, those who are Pakistani, uh, uh, South Asians uh, who are Muslim or Indian Muslims and the largely uh, Hindu but very silent uh, community, uh, in, uh, Hindus from India or primarily from Gujarat and Punjab, but uh, even from uh, Tamil, uh, Tamil Nadu and Kerala, uh, but to various degrees of participation in politics. The, uh, the Sikh community is very uh, fairly active uh, in commanding 
uh, and turning the discourse towards uh, what they wish to be. So uh, even the opposition uh, conservative party, uh, then number two guy is uh, Turban Sikh. Uh, I use the term Turban Sikh because there are a very large number of Sikhs who are not in that category. Uh, prominent among them is Ujjal Dusanj, who was the premier of uh, British Columbia and once a health minister, and who was beaten up by, uh, survived an attack by, uh, you know, very violent Khalistanis. So they're all types of people uh, that are in in in, in Canada. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you can't, um, the, 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 what happened in Leicester in UK or what happened uh, here in the referendum, they're, they're not uh, sort of related in any manner. The Leicester event was primarily uh, a Hindu-Muslim or a Pakistani-Indian uh, incident, whereas uh, the referendum that took place, so-called referendum, uh, last week was... Uh, you know, over 100,000 Sikhs primarily. And one could have, you know, people say, why didn't you go and also vote and vote no? But because these referendums have no legal bearing on them. Um, and uh, they, one can sniff the interference of Pakistan in what is happening over there. So I get you completely, sir. So the other question that's trending today and what our audience wants and expertise of you is what's happening in Iran, the country that we saw in 50 years has gone from bikini to burqa. So what's your take into this? Well, the bikini is no measure of uh, a woman's progress. Uh, some of the dumbest uh, uh, right-wing women would be in a bikini and some of the most prominent uh, progressive ones We've never seen them. In, you, you, I don't think there's a photograph of Rosa Luxemburg ever on the beach prancing in a bikini. So that measure is uh, uh, not uh, valid. The, the fact is that um, Iran is a dictatorship of the uh, clergy where uh, only a black turban uh, uh, person can be Supreme leader, and when I say black turban, it means someone of Arab ancestry. So, you, uh, in Persia, <laughs> Persian cannot be the supreme leader. Uh, that is just one aspect, but it's a dictatorship of the theocracy. And uh, there are times when these women being stifled as mere appendages to men will be rejected by women. There were times when there was a suffragette movement in the UK. Well, perhaps this is one of a more serious kind where women are saying you can't control my body or you do not have the right to tell me that just because uh, my hair shows, you get uh, sexually aroused. So you need to be see some doctors, perhaps, or same uh, take some detoxification medicine. Uh, there's something definitely wrong if, if people uh, claim that they are aroused sexually by someone's hair. Um, that means most men should be careful because we also have a gay population. They might get aroused <laughs> watching my hair or your hair. So it's so medieval and primitive that, uh, and especially now that 
a woman has died simply because as a Kurdish woman, she came as a tourist to Tehran. Mm. And because some of her hair was showing, she was arrested by the morality police. Who I believe, anybody who serves in a, uh, as morality police needs to see a doctor. They might be the people who need medical attention. I can't even conceive of someone being a, mora uh, a morality uh, police officer in a, uh, I mean, where I live, uh, there is a, a sort of a community of uh, uh, Muslim women who are in complete burqas uh, in Toronto. And uh, at the same time, at the closest intersection, there are young girls in um, fairly uh, skimpy outfits. But you don't have uh, people getting raped uh, simply because somebody's hair was showing or somebody's body was in it. Uh, we have the gay pride parades uh, about five minutes from my home where a lot of people are in, uh, you know, uh, showing off their nude bodies uh, and they just pass away. You don't hear of uh, women or men being attacked simply because this body was naked, let alone that the hair was showing. I don't know how. A hair triggers sexuality. I, I, I don't see the connection. But for some mullahs, that, that may very well be. But that means if most of men around the world are not worried about hair, then this clique that says hair is a, a sexual trigger should see physicians. I mean, there might be medicine that might help the mullahs tone down because if that is your condition, you're not fit to rule a government. You should be put in some mental asylum where a psychiatrist might help you, say, or, and uh, give you, I don't know, I'm not a physician, but how does it matter that 99% of the world's men don't get sexually aroused watching men's heads? Otherwise, there'd be... In, in Canada, the United States, or in Europe, there would be widespread uh, sexual crimes taking place. Yes, sir, you're nobody, right. No, nobody on the, even the, on the beach uh, gives a rats. I mean, forget about this is TV. I won't repeat that word. But people go on with their lives. How someone else is dressed, how, how is it my concern? If you're wearing a dhoti or if you're wearing uh, running shorts or if you're uh, running barefoot uh, like the, uh, you know, Fijian cricketers, what is it to somebody else? As long as you're not causing a law and order situation. And if you believe that you're trigger, you trigger this, then you need to see a doctor, change your diet, something, maybe should just go on a vegan uh, streak and calm down your nerves. But when I see women in Karnataka demanding uh, hijab, when, as, when either they don't know, they don't read the news, or they are not aware of what's going on in Iran, these are Muslim women who have seen the practical application of Sharia law in a very state form. It's not just some Dioband Fatwa that is telling them that. This is the president of the country, the supreme leader, the legislator. Uh, you can't even run for election in Iran unless you're 
authorized to run by the supreme leader who nobody elects. Uh, so you can imagine, as I told you, if you're white turbaned, you can't be supreme leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, just imagine if somebody passed legislation saying that if you were of Indian ancestry, you couldn't be India's president. You had to be from Temur's bloodline or Khilji's bloodline to be the president of India. People would be simply outraged. Well, the fact remains, some people in India were never outraged. <laughs> 800 years of uh, Khilji's and Temur's and Mughal's were ruling. Uh, but uh, in this day and age, you can't be running affairs based on medieval laws. If you signed on, if you're a member of the United Nations, you signed on to the UN Convention on Human Rights, then you adhere to the 1948 uh, convention that you signed. There's a Helsinki um, addendum to it from 1970, uh, which do all members of the UN have uh, signed as well. Either you say, I'm signing off, or you stick to the rules and apply the laws that apply to you if you're a member of the United Nations or a signatory of the 1948 Human Rights uh, Convention. In case there is a cow, what India should watch out for? Is it going to be a end to the standoff that's going to be in Ladakh or is it going to be further more escalation? Well, India should be prepared. Anyway, it has a very long frontier with with China. It is India's home to the Dalai Lama and uh, has uh, 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 a policy about what it considers Tibet to be occupied territory, uh, which is universally accepted that China is. So it is everyone's concern, but China is a product of what United States investments made it to be. And uh, so China today is not a communist country. China is today an extension of United States capitalism, that which was done primarily to undermine the Soviet Union. So all those objectives have been reached. So now the, uh, the dictators of China have themselves to blame or to manipulate who rules who, who runs the army, who runs the PLA, uh, who runs the Communist Party. It's no Communist Party. I don't think any Chinese ever has read Karl Marx. Uh, you know, it's just not there. They are uh, a state that considers Chinese to be uh, the most superior of humanity. Uh, wherever they go, they sink the country into debt and deprivation, whether it's Ethiopia, whether it's Pakistan, where they even tried their hands in uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, and they're trying to undermine India by, uh, uh, you know, manipulating uh, Myanmar and Bangladesh as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think India's strength lies in its democracy and its ability to uh, uh, to face these threats. India is not a pushover like 1962, uh, though m- many of its critics would like uh, to believe such. Many in the liberal uh, threshold of uh, Indian politics are the are the worst enemies of India because they uh, uh, consistently portray it as a backward state where uh, minorities are suffering, and you, you, you see it is mostly uh, Indian-born academics in the United States who push that agenda, <clears throat> and that is why sometimes in the international field the Indian perspective or Indian point of view doesn't get across. But I think China will hardly have any effect on it. It has its own issues. Um, it is facing uh, a, a 
another capitalist rival, which is Japan, right across the seas. And uh, uh, Taiwan is a, an issue where the Americans are involved. So its hands are tied in what it wishes to do. It might try uh, here and there to push over uh, one kilometer or two kilometers and then... How long the until the end of the Ladakh standoff, sir? It's already been 14 months. Long months. Yeah, well, let, let it be. You do have an army. It's unfortunate that Indian uh, uh, were asked to serve uh, four years in the military and all the young men were concerned was their pension. So they came out on the street. You can't just let India uh, uh, Indians off the hook. They are primarily concerned about personal wealth and personal... Uh, it, it, the NRIs or the Indians who live in Britain or United States, they're not concerned about India at all. You, uh, it's one single Indian characteristic that is uh, its weakness is that its citizens abroad refuse to say they are Indian. You have an American vice president who is Indian and she said, no, I'm black. I got nothing to do with Hinduism and uh, we knew she was in uh, which mandir she used to go to in Montreal when she lived here 14 years in Canada. So when an, when Kamala Hassan is ashamed of being an Indian and about 200 CEOs in 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 in, in United States who are of Indian ancestry uh, simply act as if oh did something happen in India oh I don't know my stocks are going high I'm making my hundreds of millions why should I care. You'd say that to a Pakistani, he'll get 100,000 people uh, in Washington, D.C. at a day's notice. The Sikhs will do that. The Indians, and primarily when I say Indian, I mean the Hindu community is not concerned about anything other than their selfish needs. I Whatever understand. their heritage is, which is uh, exemplary, they have been home to every uh, runaway minority from, you know, the companions of Prophet Muhammad to the Zoroastrians to, uh, you know, St. George, George uh, Christians who settled down in, in Kerala and were surprised at what is Christmas. You know, they didn't know that the Europeans had, in, had inserted their festival into Christianity. <laughs> okay, what is Santa Claus? They didn't know that. But anyway, India has its uh, history. It's the last surviving ancient civilization. I don't think Indians are aware of that. So Indians, Indians know which universities are the best for an MBA. Indians don't know, um, uh, you know, that they are named after a river which is not in their command. Uh, the next question, since you are talking, uh, yeah. you have uh, mentioned about the Indians not knowing. Uh, and I have seen most of your interviews in which you say that the biggest weakness of Indians is that they don't know what is their strength. Right. Is yes. that what you're trying to say? It is. Uh, I don't think they're aware, neither does the education let them get aware. Uh, they've done a wonderful job uh, in uh, <clears throat> building the institutions of education uh, and uh, in science and technology, uh, even archaeology, one would say. But uh, as far as civilizational issue, there is a guilt. Anytime somebody mentions Hindutva, uh, People react as if uh, a curse word has been, uh, you know, uttered in front of honorable, you know, upper class kitty party villain as if it was the F word. 
Uh, yeah. Whereas the fact the Indian Supreme Court has outlined what is Hindutva. Mm -hmm. Savarkar's 100-page book, I don't think anybody has read it. <laughs> I mean, I had a few Indian friends uh, at home uh, yesterday, uh, retired civil servants. Mm -hmm. They saw uh, Savarkar's uh, uh, book, Hindutva, for the first time. Okay. So if, if you don't know what it is, if nobody's read it, how it has become uh, the cuss word? How is how are people saying in Leicester that oh BJP RSS brought Hindutva ideology? I don't think people in, in <laughs> there are many people overseas Indians who know what is Hindutva. The Indian Supreme Court has 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 defined what it is when it was taken over there, and if you are more curious, just pick up that book. It's not big. I mean, Savarkar wrote it on the walls of his jail cell. In, while he was in Andaman Island, uh, Andaman Islands, yes, and he, it was the, his cell would get whitewashed every month, and he would just take a, a cooked piece of coal and write on it, and then memorize it. Anyone can be a, a, a student or admirer or critic of Hindutva if they knew what it was, but you can't be against Hindutva without knowing. Um, Anything about it or having read anything? I have not met yet anyone who has studied uh, or even read the book Hindutva by Savarkar. Uh, they only know that, oh, there uh, the, are the three words they use RSS, uh, Hindu right wing, there's a Hindu supremacist. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I've never met Hindu supremacists. Um, uh, but it is used and nobody comes to counter argue this. Okay. Not okay. as vigorously as I do, but certainly there should be people who get, get offended. No, as soon as you say, oh, well, you wish to impose Sharia in Kerala, you'll have all uh, the entire Muslim world and 55 countries, including Qatar, lecturing um, uh, India uh, over what Nupur Sharma said. And what Nupur Sharma said was exactly what the Islamic law says. She basically read what Islamic literature says she didn't come up with her own words, but she's being left out there, uh, hanged out to dry. You know, well, I'm sure the Indian government cares for protection because 11 people have been beheaded on that charge. Uh, what? What? Every Friday we pray against the Kamal Kafirin. <laughs> and uh, pray to Allah to give us victory over the uh, who, who are the Kamal Kafirin, the Hindus and the Jains. That's who they are. Or the Jews or the Christians, everyone is a Kafir for the Muslim. And we sit there in their homes, in the neighborhoods, migrate there and curse them. Uh, the next yeah. question that we are wanting to talk to you on geopolitics is about the going away of uh, USA, its forces from Afghanistan and leaving it to collapse under the Taliban. And it, uh, the uh, the Afghanistani forces, the army, the president not fighting up to the Taliban. I mean, that was a very big surprise. And then the USA later gave on a statement that if your country is not willing to fight, you countrymen are not willing to fight the Taliban. Why do you expect the USA people to fight for you guys? And it was very tragic that there was no uprising from the army of the Afghanistan. Why? The Americans, since when did they know how to fight? Did they fight in Vietnam? Did they fight in the Second World War? They only came in when they realized that the Red Army was rushing towards Berlin, uh, Berlin 
30 million Russians died in the Second World War. How many Americans died? They, can, they, make, they make good movies. As yes. kids, we, all, we always thought it was the Americans versus the, uh, the Germans. They, they never joined the fight. They were funding the Nazis. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Britain also. There was no fight. The, the, the real objective was, oh, let the uh, Germans finish off the communists. And then we will all live happily on earth. Their problem was the rise of this new phenomena, which today is reflected in the uh, politicization of the social democrats, in, um, whether it's the northern European countries of France or Germany. Well, today Italy is voting and it, it might return a right-wing uh, female prime minister. But uh, generally speaking, whether it's the Spanish Civil War, uh, where the international the people from India went to fight there, they were, it was an entire international uh, uh, army that fought against the fascists. And uh, uh, similarly in, 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 in Europe. But the Americans go wherever they wish to. 9-11 is not the first time that something happened. In New York, 9-11 is the day when United States company uh, uh, AT&T, with the support of the U.S. armed forces, overthrew the elected government of Chile in 1973. So President Allende was uh, bombed in his own palace, uh, and General Pinochet was brought in as the dictator and wiped out an entire uh, history of uh, Chilean history, which today has come back and a young left-wing leader has been elected over there as president. So the U.S. shouldn't be talking about how many countries it has liberated. It should talk about its backyard of how many countries it made into banana republics. Mm. So uh, I, I, we don't need lectures from anyone whose uh, economy was developed on free land and free labor. If, I, if you could promise me that I would get a free land and the labor would be supplied free by the British from Africa with African slaves sold by the Arabs to the British and transferred. Everyone can make a success out of that business. The cost, business ki cost hi hai. Land or labor, ye to aapko free me denge. Acha, baaki aap kya kar sakte hai? Baaki karna kya hai? Yes, sir. Always bear that in mind. All these guys went there to plunder India. Okay. So we were lucky they went in the wrong direction. <laughs> yes. So um, United States has no basis to say that we came to liberate Afghanistan or not. They didn't come there for anything. They wanted to bleed the, the USSR and the Red Army and they didn't want to do it themselves. So they made the uh, Pakistanis who were always the foot soldiers of the U.S. Uh, they were members of Seattle and uh, CENTO, which were pacts like NATO in Central Asia and Southeast Asia. And uh, they had the military base in northern Pakistan at Biarbeit, from where they used to fly uh, uh, spy flights of the U-2 over the USSR. If, uh, well, you're too young to remember, but if you look up, uh, you'll find that there was a trial in Moscow of, of a gentleman called Gary Powers who was shot down and he took off from Peshawar at an air base called Biar Bay. This is 1962. 
when Khrushchev said, I'll wipe out Peshawar from the face of this map, mm-hmm. there won't be Peshawar anymore. And yet, Pakistani said, were told by the Americans, no, no, don't worry, we'll build a new Peshawar. <laughs> <laughs> so we, they built a new Peshawar, they built a new Afghanistan, and uh, they went back happily ever after. The Americans are primarily interested in which football player has signed up for which team. That is what interests them. Otherwise, the American population doesn't know what, what, what they've done in Guatemala or Honduras or Nicaragua or uh, Cuba or whatever. Nothing matters. So the, general, so the general American may not know, but their, I mean, uh, their diplomacy polity is very savvy. I was myself wondering, right, that they are experts because it's impossible for one single president to know so much geopolitics. I mean, their missions and these uh, diplomats that they have trained over the years, uh, running the global it's affairs. It's not the diplomat. You can bribe diplomats. You will notice something very strange that no American diplomat to Pakistan ever has anything to say. Uh, about Pakistan's dictatorship because the Pakistanis have learned how to bribe diplomats. There is a c- concept in Pakistan called Lifafa journalism that applies to Lifafa uh, diplomats as well. They go in brown packages, they come with cash in it and uh, they live happily ever after. Uh, it reminds me of a scene from uh, pre-independence era when the British would come in India, they were called nabobs and they would go back uh, living a happy life uh, of all ah, they, that's how they got uh, the Kohinoor also because they took the young Dilipsing over there yes. and turned him into a Christian. <laughs> You're still saying, A queen will die, but that hira will stay on top. <laughs> Did you notice that throughout this and so many of um, the aunties of India was teary eyed. Rani Koinur was uh, uh, like a light tower on that Taj saying, I am Great Britain when I was great. I am Great Britain when I was great. Bhaiya, jane do, amara Koinur wapis do tum. To America ka bhi aisa hi hai. Stable governments like, you know, Libya were toppled. Now they are in a lifelong civil war between two, three camps. Turkey has its own colonial past. And, uh, people are reluctant to mention, but uh, Turkish colonialism lasted 600 years. British may have lasted 200 years, but Turkey uh, gets away with it because they're bumbling fools when they came to their colonialism. They didn't leave Turkish language anywhere where they ruled. There were six, 700 years in Arabia, not a single Arab speaks Turkish. How they enforce their culture is by banning the speaking of Kurdish language in Istanbul or Turkey or anywhere else. Our understanding of the world comes from how we refuse to dissect what is inside uh, all the uh, histrionics that come from uh, American television networks. There are a few people, if one follows, they will give you an alternative view, like the wonderful gentleman from uh, Vermont, the senator, um, they are wonderful people in the U.S. who are enlightened. They, you have to give them credit for all their scientific innovations they, uh, and their ability to invest in that science and develop new technologies. But for goodness sake, don't tell us how uh, we should, um, you know, uh, evolve our societies um, based on free land and free labor because 
no other country had free land and free labor. Yes. Even in Canada, we have, uh, 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 you know, pacts with the Aboriginal indigenous populations that are implemented, that uh, the Canadian government is uh, still bound. The Assembly of First Nations uh, have their own say in determining which laws apply in what way. There have been a truth, there's been a Truth and Reconciliation Commission about how education, Catholic education affected them. So uh, in some ways, uh, the real model society of, if you can say, Western capitalism mixed with social democracy is the, uh, is the Canadian landmass. Where um, Punjabi, by the way, is the fourth language of the country. That is why all these Pakistanis are at every uh, uh, census go out on a campaign. I don't write Punjabi. It is my mother tongue. Have you seen Pakistani Punjabi speak Urdu? It's always a comedy show. They can't even pronounce the word Pakistan. <laughs> and they, took, they took a language from India which they say Amara Dushman and imposed it on themselves saying Amari national language. It's well anyway, that's another uh, uh, Sir, there has been devastating floods in Pakistan, right? But yes, now yes. when there has been loss of lives, devastating flood, why at the UN we are hearing news about they uh, raking up the Kashmir issue or uh, picking the fight uh, with the India rather than pleading to the natural calamity that is... Uh, uh, we don't consider, they don't consider Sindhis or Baloch as human beings. They're, on day one of Pakistan, Karachi was declared the capital the country, and only people who spoke Urdu could get a government job. And who were those people? People who came from UP, Bihar, Bhopal, Hyderabad, Dakkan, they would arrive there, sit there, turn the most cosmopolitan city of India into the most rotten city that ever existed. They banned the Sindhi language as if it was a, and said, as kids who used to hear, this is the language of the Hindus. They prohibited any study of Raja Dahir. They made Muhammad bin Qasim the first invader of Hindustan by the Arab world as a national hero. By the way, his books are printed in old Delhi in Urdu. Yes, sir. So you, near, you near, the, near the Jama Masjid, if you take a walk. <laughs> so you won't be able to read it because it's in Urdu. So mm-hmm. you, you, you notice that the, 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 the British contracted out you should read uh, Mr. Sirula's book as to how uh, uh, the British asked B.P. Uh, uh, Menon and Naruji, when we leave, would you allow us a military base in northwestern India? Meaning that part where the Pashtun areas are, near the Wakhan Peninsula. They said, no. That's when they went to Mr. Jinnah, who used to live in uh, the United Kingdom, and said, uh, this is the contract. I have a book published in 1941 before the Pakistan resolution was made which outlines everything as to what Pakistan will be. It's by a name called El Hamza. E-L. No Pakistani or any Muslim ever spells Al as E-L. So that caught my interest. And uh, I was showing it to some friends last night. It was published in 1941 with exact details of what, how, what will do, what will the minerals, where will the railways go. Everything was detailed out there. 
And the page, as you open it, didn't have Mr. Jinnah's picture there. It was Iqbal, whose photograph is there. The poet. Sare Jahan Se Achcha Wala. Yes. He's the only poet who copied his own liter- uh, poetry and plagiarized it to make Chino Arab Hamara, Hindustan Hamara, Muslim Hem, Sara Hamara. And the Indians sing it today as, as it is their song. Sare Jahan Se Achcha Hindustan Hamara. He copied his own. Uh, and he was a Punjabi who never wrote in Punjabi. He was so ashamed of his ancestry. He got upset when uh, Tagore got uh, invited by the Shah of Iran. And he wrote to the Shah, this dark-skinned Bengali, and I am Iqbal Lahori, Persian poet. You never invited me. It didn't dawn to Iqbal that Tagore wrote in Bangla, his mother tongue. You write in the language that you want to please the Iranians or the Arabs. You claim you are not Indian. <laughs> so wh- what did the Shah of Iran reply, sir? He didn't reply. <laughs> Tagore even went to visit Iqbal. Okay. He refused to let him in his home. Okay. And Iqbal's, Iqbal ki nani was a Sikh. So he would visit his grandmother in secret in Amrasa. Okay. <laughs> Jinnah's grandfather was Hindu. Yes. So... So if you are ashamed of your ancestry, well, you can't make a country that would survive. That is why everybody in Pakistan or in Delhi, you will notice how many Qureshis there are. Qureshis is a tribe of Mecca. There are no Qureshis in Mecca. There are no Qureshis in Baghdad, in Damascus, in Tehran, in Cairo, in Karachi, in, in, anywhere. All the Qureshis are in Delhi. Qureshi means you're coming from the Prophet's tribe. Okay. So it's like a traveler's check. You can cash it, you know, without having currency. You match your two signatures. I don't know if people use uh, uh, <laughs> traveler's checks anymore, but this is like a traveler's check. I'm Sayyid. So I'm an F-16 among Muslims. <laughs> Sayyid means I'm not an Indian, but you Indian should respect me because I'm living in India and I'm Sayyid because I'm from the family of the Prophet. Okay. Sir, recently, uh, there is one more thing that has happened only one day back. Uh, The Islamic uh, cooperation has called for the restoration of the article 370. What's your take on that? You mean the Islamic uh, Council? Yes. Yes, Yes, sir. Yes. I think they should all (laughs) implement article 370 within their own constitutions and to their own minorities and then come to India and say, look, it works. Okay. Every Muslim country is occupying some other Muslim land. I'll give you four main examples. Pakistan occupies Balochistan. Indonesia occupies West Iran. Uh, uh, Morocco occupies Western Sahara. Turkey occupies Kurdistan. Mm-hmm. You think that Yemen, 500,000 people died because there were Hindus there? There were no Jews there. There were no Hindus. That thing we call, you hear in India, Hanud or Yehud, you think in Syria, half a million are dead? Who killed them? You, who killed the family of Prophet Muhammad? Did some Hindu come? No, the Hindus came to save them. 
the Husseini Brahmins, the companions and uh, descendants of the Prophet took refuge in Sindh in, mm-hmm. uh, under Raja Dahir. And that is why Muhammad bin Qasim came to uh, uh, k- uh, take them back and try them because they had killed all the family of the Prophet. So, but this thing that you are saying, uh, because since I have been reading and we are all fans of you, but this thing has been hugely debated that there is no document supporting that Raja Dahir supported or uh, gave Panar to Muhammad. Uh, Why do there is no documentation? There is an entire book about it. Okay. Just because it is uh, uh, there in uh, Persian, maybe there is an entire institution created whereby a Muslim can lie. Mm-hmm. For the development of his community. Okay. It's not a sin. The Shias are better at that, by the way. Uh, the Sunnis have not yet finished <laughs> their version of the Apple phone, you know. It's like Samsung and Apple going at each other. So the Samsung has come with the foldable phone, but uh, Apple name in here. So there is everyone knows. I mean, I could sit in front of a Muslim and say, really? I mean, you can fool some Hindu or a Sikh and say, oh, no, it's a religion of peace. No. It is my duty to invite you to Islam. And if you refuse, then I can declare war on you. You know that? I don't know. You, and particularly you, it is my duty as a Muslim to give what they call dava. And dava is a word which in Hindi is dawat. You know, shadi ki dawat dete na? So you will always hear the, the more pious Muslim use the word Dawa. Yeah, brother, I give you Dawa. <laughs> I invite you to come to Islam. No, that is not the right way. You have to tell in an Arabic accent with a guttural accent, brother, I am giving you Dawa. And you will say, what is that? What are you giving me? I no, it's an invitation. So to purify your soul. So you too can die with me and go to paradise because I don't see you have a girlfriend. So now I will provide you 72 girlfriends in uh, heaven. A motivation they I have to die before I start to live. And you want to live. So the person who is desirous to live forever and for that he has to die is on your borders. Temur bhi wanted the same. Tipu Sultan also wanted. They're all up there somewhere. I'm sure they're finding no. Uh, 72 virgins. <laughs> yes. So coming back uh, to our very own country, India, sir, uh, there has been a sudden change in demographics and people's mindset. And now the stars that we so much liked for all the years, they are flopping on in their movies and the viewership has greatly decreased. Uh, what's your take on this? There's a different crowd that ran Bollywood, which is called Urduwood nowadays, okay. who wrote your films. They also came from Pakistan side of the border. Most of mm. them were from Shawar and Lahore. Mm. Even Muhammad Rafi, by the way, was the only Muslim who migrated to India after partition. <laughs> the point is that right from the beginning, before partition, uh, uh, in, from the 30s, because my uh, father was p- part of the uh, Bollywood gangs and we are from, uh, we migrated from Bombay. We know that all that uh, initial 
culture was coming from uh, these, uh, whether they were Hindus or Muslims, they were coming from the Punjab side. And uh, the writers were like Javed Akhtar and uh, uh, we used to think they, it was one person. But anyway, so they, Salim Khan's father, uh, Salman Khan's see, father. They did. We, I always thought there was one person till I realized there are two and they don't talk to each other, but that's a different story. The point was that Urdu today still has a hold on India. Where if I stood at some intersection and started uh, doing shairi, for example, I can collect 10 people who will just listen to me and admire what a great thinker I am because I'm speaking in Urdu. Urdu reels are very famous on social media, sir. People reciting love poems in Urdu are very famous. Famous? No, you are saying you are saying that you will collect 10 people. There will be more uh, listeners. I, know, I, can, me, I have tried that. I have tested it. Somebody denied it. I said, We'll speak in Punjabi. Nobody will stop. I will say bullshit. And people will say, Oh my God. Urdu I couldn't understand this is the Urdu word. I do ask him a word Raksha, Rasta, something. And they descend there as if angels from outer space have come to shower their Urdu. And you will see the upper middle class aunties just saying, Mukar, Mukar. I can't understand as an Urdu speaker. You're sitting there as a Gujarati saying, It is a devilish way. It's a language in which you can lie with at ease. You cannot lie in Punjabi. Urdu you could abuse someone and that person says, Oh, well, very good, very good. I've seen Gujus enjoying Urdu poetry who cannot speak Urdu. Okay. And when they say, wow, they look back, they need to validate it. So every time an Indian says, wow, he looks back and says, so it has a demonic control over this elitist attitude that the UP Muslim has. I'm Lucknow Kinawaga. So, sir, sir, so you say that the Indian population has a, a feeling that Urdu is a superior language. Oh, or the... all of, yes. How else did they, uh, the Pakistanis committed genocide in Bangladesh? Okay. You know what, what uh, was the basis of the Noon Nehru Pact where all migration was stopped from both countries to each other? No, sir. What all these Urdu speaking hmm. Biharis and UPIs were ending up in Bengal. Mm-hmm. And diluting the Bangla character of East Pakistan, which is now Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. And there were riots in Bangladesh. They would come and occupy the main position because they were Urdu speaking. So the jobs went to people who could speak and write Urdu. Same happened in Sindh. There was a slogan in Sindh called Bihari na Kappan. Yani Bihari will not allow to stay here. They would come. They didn't need a degree. They would have to sign to a committee that... Uh, 
उन्होंने कहा अच्छा भाई इनको डिग्री दे दो बीए की उर्दू okay. बोली रहे थे अब इमेजिन सिंधी उस दिन लिविंग इन कराची फॉर फाइव हंड्रेड जनरेशन ही डिग्रीट एंड ही कांट स्पीक उर्दू so but how how is this related to the fallen viewership that our question is that you know the people are still not uh, responding or liking the movies of amir khan and they are flopping that that is a rise of uh, what i would call a realization of their hindu nature of indian society you artificially remove the word hindustan from india right in the constitution mm-hmm. and you inserted bharat and made sure that the word hindu would be destroyed so the word hindu did not disappear because muslims wanted it it was because the education minister of india a gentleman who every indian thinks is the right type of a muslim malana abdul kalam azad who was worse than mohammad ali jinnah because he was born in saudi arabia and he thought his speeches jinnah was not anti hindu by any chance Okay, Jinnah, that's a that's a new fact that we are listening from you. He was not anti-Hindu, sir. He he didn't care. He lived in Bombay, boy. He his friends were Hindu. He was brought in by the British uh, as a contract worker hmm. to bifurcate uh, to sell partition because the Muslim attitude was it is a suit man, that boy. From Sir Syed Ahmed Khan onwards, the issue was how well dressed he is. Falani Nawab, ko dekho yar. रानी आंखें मिलती उससे देर वॉज अ पर्टिकुलर फॉन्डनेस दैट सेट के वी आर रॉयल्टी मुगल्स एंड ब्रिटिश इज रॉयल्टी एंड यू नो वी कैन इक्वेट बट हिंदू क्या है इसका तो कोई जाने दो यार मराठों की इनकी आर्मी थी क्या जाने दो ये एटीट्यूड था तो क्वीन विक्टोरिया का ड्राइवर भी था मुसलमान इस्लामिकलर्सिज्म तक अरबों से आई इन इस्लाम इट वॉज अलाउड टू क्वेश्चन द एग्जिस्टेंस ऑफ गॉड आज पता चला सरतन से गुजरा करते थे इब्ने रुश्त को पढ़े आप एविरोज को देखिए अविसीना को देखिए दाउंडर ऑफ द स्टडी ऑफ सोशियोलॉजी खलदून दे वो ऑल सेक्यूलर इवन रोट अबाउट दिपिडिटी ऑफ बिलीविंग दैट देर वॉज अ नोआज आर्क एंड हजरत नू की किश्ती के अंदर सारे जानवर बिठा दिए फिर सब मर गए और वो कहीं से एक ट्राइब बची वो सिंध में आके बस गई ये आप शायद सुना होगा बट बट दीज फेबल्स एंटरटेन द यूरोपियंस यू नो वो अरेबियन नाइट्स का कॉन्सेप्ट अली बाबा एंड चालीस चोर ये सिंध बात द सेलर ये अपना सिंध की बात कर रहे हो there was a charm about what a muslim was muslim was seen as someone who is enlightened okay he can sing he can dance he can uh, you know he doesn't have uh, and fundamentally muslim not uh, those uh, feudal lords with uh, ruled by cruelty because essence of islam was that you can't, you don't have to bow to anyone apne sar jhukana nahi kisi se that's how it became so 
uh, fast, so popular in 100 years it was from Spain to China. So very powerful message that you have nothing to bow to anyone. Khalas. कोई सर ऊपर नहीं है कोई नीचे वो आप आज और बात है कि जो जाता है पाकिस्तानी जनरल उसके सामने बैठ जाना पड़ता है इमरान खान को सर बिकॉज़ योर नॉलेज इज वेरी वास्ट एंड व्हाट यू स्पीक इज मल्टीफोल्ड एंड हैज अ ग्रेट मैग्नीट्यूड एंड दिस टॉक कैन गो फॉर आवर्स एंड आवर्स एंड इवन डेज बट नाउ सर सिंस आउट ऑफ ऑल दैट नॉलेज ऑफ योर्स uh the new education policy is coming and as a historian uh, that you are i want from a personal uh, readers point of view what hero should we actually include in the history right uh, we have heard you speak about dara shiko we have heard you speak about raja dahir many others but you know who should uh, uh, we in history add uh, in the school curriculums that the indian that you speak about as a ignorant hindu or ignorant indian who doesn't knows his he, strength he should, he should center around mohanjodaro okay bina sin There is no Hind. Ye samajh liya. That is why Hind is in the Indian const, uh, national anthem. Mm-hmm. It is not in the Pakistani national anthem. आपको बेवकूफ क्या बनाए? गंगा जमना तेजी. The word, the soon I heard the word तेजी by new is में कुरैकिट है. ये तेजी word Indian है ही नहीं. अच्छा. ये ये word ही बाहर से आया. Okay. तो ये आपको बेवकूफ बना दिया चला भाई गंगा जमना हो गया. वहाँ भी जहां गंगा जमुना मिलती थी उस जगह का नाम रख दिया अलाहाबाद mm-hmm. आप मक्का को रखिए मैं बार बार कहता हूं ट्राई तो करें रामगढ़ रखने की कोशिश तो करें तो द होलीस्ट सिटी ऑफ इंडिया फॉर हिंदू कॉल अलाहाबाद हाउ डम कैन यू बी कि यू हैव योर ओन कंट्री नॉट डिपेंडेंट ऑन इन्वेडर बट यू चूज टू कॉल प्रयागराज एज अलाहाबाद Why? Why Mohenjo-daro in particular? You are saying so because that's the birthplace of Indian civilization. Okay, and you have been taught that no, we didn't get it, therefore it doesn't exist. So it's you say that you say that we should earth. still persist. Yes, this is your origin, boy. Sin mm-hmm. being Sindhi is not a caste. Many Indians think that Sindhi is a Hindu caste. Mm-hmm. They are not from Hong Kong. They are not millionaires in Delhi. कोई अम्बानी उम्मानी ये नहीं है सिंध इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट एंशियंट प्लेसेस ऑन अर्थ डॉक्टर थोर हार्डल देखिएगा गूगल करके देखिए नॉर्वेजियन एक्सप्लोर जिसने कॉन्टी की एक्सपेडिशन बनाई थी क्रिएटेड अ रीफ बोट विथ ट्वेंटी वन इंटरनेशनल साइंटिस्ट ऑन इट एंड सेल्ड फ्रॉम बसरा ऑन द टाइग्रेस रिवर एंड केम ऑल द वे टू द इंडस and then went south and burnt his uh, reed boat on the coast of uh, ethiopia to protest against the civil war going there but he had to prove he came to prove the links between the ancient sumerians and the ancient indians and the link these 21 scientists from poland the soviet union united states denmark usme ado arab bhi the they all Uh, studied the, uh, or lived on that boat. I accompanied them for one or two days when they went to Monjodaro. They, the only off the sea place that they visited was Monjodaro, because that's the only first two-storied homes with drainage, with uh, uh, a central pool, with a granary, with a playing area. Religious place, alag hai. Nahani ki alag hai. Toilet alag hai. Kahan hai ye? It's five thousand years old. आप उससे नहीं जोड़ेंगे 
तो आप कैसे करेंगे यू डोंट है गंगा जमुना तहजीब गंगा जमुना तहजीब केम मच मच लेटर वाई डू यू डिनाई द गंगा जमुना तहजीब सर डज इट नॉट सिग्निफाई द यूनियन ऑफ टू रिलीजन और टू ब्रदर्स नो नो देर इज नो यूनियन ऑफ टू रिलीजन we pray for your destruction how can there be union of two religions every friday we pray ya allah muslimano ko kamal kafirin pe fatah naseeb kare if you are dumb enough to uh, accept this hate i don't have to join you i'll stand up for my rights i'm a muslim i have my uh, primary objective in life is to speak the truth why why would i buy into what abul kalam azad said about mehbooba mufti says she does, she has the audacity to say that the bhajan that has been uh, muslim kids have been singing for decades should be abolished and she can get away with it which bhajan sir wo jo mujhe nahi aata but jo srinagar mein bachcho bacche gaate the gandhi ji's favorite bhajan acha okay vaishnav jantu ji wo carries caught out अब वो इंडिया में बैठ के कह रही है और कोई ऐसे और प्रोपेगेंडा लिस्टेड में क्या था बीजेपी एंड आरएसएस और हिंदू हिंदुत्व वाले आ गए कोई ये तो पूछे अरे कम बखत तुमने पढ़ा तो है किसी हिंदुत्व को सौ पेज की बुक है इंडियन सुप्रीम कोर्ट का डिसीजन क्या है वॉट इज हिंदुत्व आई मीन आई एम टायर्ड ऑफ फाइटिंग people who are illiterate yet angry at me because i am presenting evidence to them that we are all hindu and when we converted to islam there's no qureshi in all these qureshis in delhi and nakwis and zaidis and all these sayyids why would they come to india kisi ne nikala kahin se to aaye na ya so let's study you didn't come with taimur these central asians would come plunder leave their nouns You know what is Urdu? It's Bhojpuri with five thousand Turkish words. Khadi boli jo hai, jo Fiji mein you can hear that. Okay. Uh, Suriname and Fiji. These are the only two countries where undiluted uh, Bhojpuri without Persian involvement in it is still spoken. So there are many Fijians in uh, Canada. You hear that, and it sounds very strange, because Indian movies may. the bhojpuri is associated with the villager or the uneducated mm-hmm. and that's very strange a language doesn't determine uh, how educated you are not at all in india we made that yes ya aapko kyun nahi aati to aap jahil hai so there is a lot long way to go but there's no hurry wo geeta mein hi hai na you don't need to have any expectations aap apna kaam kare वो तो खुद ही आपके कर्म से ही होगा सब बस ये ना कहें कि इसमें माल कितना मिल रहा है हमारी आज की सोसाइटी में ना कि अप, अपने कितना इसमें तीन परसेंट तो दियो ना ऊपर से <laughs> 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 ऊपर से कितना मिल रहा है 